Welcome to this mini-sode of the podcast, Guess What You're Gonna Hate. I'm Kate. And I'm Janine. And this is a podcast about exposing someone to the very worst and sometimes best, but mostly worst pop culture of the 2000s. Kate, Kate, Kate. What? I've forgotten how to spell bananas. Oh, fuck. Did you... I have the solution for that. Yeah? It's listening to Hollaback Girls by Gwen Stefani. Oh, that'll help me spell bananas? It's coming back to she me. She does spell it. Oh, it, it goes... Okay, how, how does it, goes, it go? Uh... B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It's terrible. Oh, my God. And, like, I forgot that this was the time period when she was obsessed with... And here's the weird thing about this. She's obsessed with Japanese women who are, um, I feel like, dressing like black women. Yeah, it's it's a very, very weird, like, combination of awful cultural appropriation like, 2004 Gwen Stefani was laying the groundwork for, like, Katy Perry a few years ago. Oh, man. She's, like... But, like, to be fair, around this time is when she decided to go platinum blonde and only wear red lipstick, which I do approve of. Yeah. I, I feel like we need to provide a little bit of context for people who might not know Gwen Stefani. Like, how would you describe No Doubt's music? Um, like pop grunge kind of yeah like a little bit of ska too yeah like a little bit and you know what it's like also at least in in feeling it's kind of metal considering she wrote an entire breakup album about a guy and then made him play bass on it when she was in (laughs) when she was in no doubt yeah and it's a good ass album it it is Uh, and i mean no doubt has some really enjoyable music like it's my life like it's a cover right but the music video for it is great and it's like don't speak is such a good song i love that song yeah i really do like it but i feel like her solo album love what is it love angel music baby it was just it felt so artificial which is also the name of four perfumes she put out and the harajuku girls who she renamed and then didn't let them speak i think 2005 was a wild time yeah all I know is that 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 baby perfume smelled like baby powder, and I was kind of into it. <laughs> <laughs> I the aesthetic she had was very particular. Like I remember this photo shoot that was Alice in Wonderland themed. Do you remember that? Um, no, but like I can imagine it, and I don't need yeah. to look it up. <laughs> it's like I got it. But I, I was I was doing a little digging about this album. So her solo album, um, Pharrell Williams actually was like a big producer on it. So, and I think you can hear a little bit of his inspiration in this one, because apparently, like... Which, like, the horns and... Yeah. yeah, Like, apparently she had already, like, been recorded a couple of tracks, and, I mean, I have the album. It's not, like, awful, but it's really nothing like her previous work, I think. No, it's... She went, like, full pop. Yeah, definitely full pop in Which is fun. Yeah, it's fun. This video is so strange. It really is. Because it starts off with her, like... Butchering a Japanese yeah. word. <laughs> Kawaii! Isn't that what you... <laughs> Kawaii. Kawaii! Or something like that. It's like, ter- it's like terrible. But anyway, my favorite part is that she's talking about putting the pom-poms down, and then every time you see a, a cheerleader actually doing like a cheerleader dance, they have like flags, like color guard. <laughs> Those aren't... Gwen! No! Did you know why she went for the cheerleader route? Hollaback girl is a cheerleader term. Oh, I did not know that part, but I I did know some context. But oh. what what does a hollaback girl mean in cheerleading context? Um, so so a hollaback girl, as as far as I'm aware, I'm not. I was never a cheerleader, and I think I read this somewhere. It's like when the captain yells back, yells something, hollaback girls yell back. Oh, okay, okay, that so, makes so much more sense. So yeah, 
Yeah, I think when everyone originally assumed it was like a hollaback girl was someone who was always like talking to boys, but no, it's supposed that's to be what a I thought. Term. I thought it was like a I don't know, like a promiscuous thing. I don't know. Like, like I ain't no hollaback girl. I'm not like getting back to this you know fuck boy, but no, it's a um yeah, it's a cheerleader term. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would make way more sense. But the reason she like latched onto this cheerleader like aesthetic is apparently because Courtney Love made some comment about like how, you know, she's not a cheerleader. She's not like Gwen Stefani. She's more like the girl smoking in the bathroom. And Gwen Stefani was like really wounded by that for some reason and decided to make a statement song about her new like basically pop pop alter ego thing yeah like her new just pop persona exactly like her persona her like new coming into the world you know and she decided to latch onto that and make a statement song for the album which is what hollaback girl is supposed to be and later said in an interview something like yeah i am a cheerleader and i'm gonna rule the world you know so it's just such a weird spat when you remember that she's 35 and 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 courtney love must have been like a million (laughs) I don't know how old Courtney Love is. Are Courtney Love and Gwen Stefani the same age? They might be. They were both very popular in the 90s. But still, like, these two women, these 30-plus-year-old women. This 35- and and 40-year-old women. They are having this, like, public, girlish, like, back and forth. And then her solution to it, instead of, like, I don't know, being an adult about things, like, yeah, I am a cheerleader. And what are you going to do about it? Look how good I am with my weird entourage of women I pay to be quiet. And also be Asian. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only reason I picked them. It's not even like they're, it's not like, uh, like the Taylor squad, where it's just like a bunch of like, hot, attractive, rich women, you know, who happen to be you know, quote unquote friends. This is just like Gwen Stefani paid these women to be Asian. And it was like, oh, Harajuku fashion. Such an, inter- such an interesting time. And you know what? I was into it when I was when I was that age. The weirdest part about it for me is that they didn't really look like Harajuku fashion, like, idols. They didn't really, like, because... No. What is, like, I know, like, of course, Harajuku is a fashion district, so there's lots of different kinds of aesthetics coming together. It's so strange that, you know, because I'm sure that these women did not choose the outfits they were wearing but it's like so weird that uh Gwen Stefani like did a double cultural appropriation by like not only appropriating Harajuku but uh making these Asian women appropriate you know black culture and also like doing a weird high school music video when she was 35. Yes let's talk about the music not just the music video because like It's such a deviation from, like, her established music form. We've already said that. But, like, the song itself is not very good. But it dominated the charts. It dominated the charts. It's always stuck in my head. (laughs) Like, we are are 13 years on, and I'm always like, oh, man, that shit's bananas. Like, I just say that. That's a (laughs) phrase that has entered my vocabulary and will not go away. Because whenever something is crazy, I go, oh, man, bananas. (laughs) Which is so stupid, because I'm allergic to Do you to know this was her only number one hit, and it was her first and her only number one hit? Does that count? No doubt. Uh, I don't know, but I, I, it says Gwen Stefani's only hit, which I think this was only her, her only album, is like Gwen Stefani, right? I mean, I think she's done stuff with other people, I guess, because 
when I watched this music video, the suggested next video was a Christmas song she did with Blake Shelton. I got that one. It suggested to me, too. I guess they're pushing Christmas right now. They are pushing Gwen and Blake being a couple, I think, which is such a weird thing to come out of the voice. <laughs> I would say also, this song, it's not good. It's, not good. it's very catchy. So and catchy. It, it does this weird deviation from like, you know, a pretty solid, I guess, like it's for its genre, like, you know, a basic like white girl does hip hop song. And then it goes from that to the shit is bananas. Or as in the video that I watched, this is bananas. And they just like kept like taking the word shit out. <laughs> You know, watching this and listening to it, the censored version, reminded me, like, it's really different the way we censor music now. How do we... Now you can pretty much say, shh. Oh, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, it's one of those things that I remembered being better, which I feel like is most of the things we do for this podcast, which is why I wouldn't let us actually... <laughs> we were also, like, 12. Why This so... is also, like, one of the reasons I would not let us actually watch Napoleon Dynamite again, because I was like, I can't... I know it's worse. I know it's worse. I can't do it again. I'm not strong enough. I'm not strong. I'm not strong enough. What is that from? It's some anime or something? I don't know. <laughs> was it an anime? No, no, no. It's like... It was, it was something stupid. It's like, I'm not... Uh, Dot, dot, dot. Strong enough. (laughs) Oh, man. What is it? I think everyone's favorite part of the podcast is when we Google things. Oh, man. What is it? I can't find it. (laughs) Viewers, if you know what we're talking about, all six of you. Oh, it's The Incredibles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so anime. (laughs) Peak anime. Uh, I was like, I don't think it's anime, but now, yeah, you're right. It was anime. Do you have any, like, particular memories from this song, like, from as a youth or, um, I guess now? I remember- I know it's constantly in your head. I but. remember my mom buying me that Harajuku Girls perfume set, and I was just <laughs> like, this is fine. <laughs> Hi, mom. My mom still listens to Your this mom podcast. is a treasure. My mom is a national treasure. Like, this song was always playing every time we would go- to school or like picking me up from school invariably this would be on the radio and my mom hated this song and she always looked at me with like the most like disgusted look as i would sing along because i thought it was hilarious that my mom hated it so much and my older sister had this album and i did like some songs of it like i liked um bubble pop electric which is a dirty song but don't remember any of that bubble pop that trick brings nothing Uh, to mind it's a dirty song. It's a. I'm sure it is. It's probably not good now, but I remember really liking it. Uh, I had the album and I enjoyed it. I don't. I feel bad that I enjoyed it. A little part of me does because the, her whole persona is so gross. Like this whole idea, and you know, and and some prominent actors and actresses spoke out against it. Margaret Cho said that she thought it was an awful thing what Gwen Stefani was doing, and that now it's pretty much pointed to as like a, you know. In the same vein of, like, Miley Cyrus going through her thing. And yeah. then Katy Perry did, too. Through her twerking thing. Such an interesting, like, phase white pop stars go through where they just decide that being a white pop star is not em- enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, man. You get- or it's like, it feels sort of like a scheme sometimes. Like, oh, definitely. You know that scheme people talk about? Oh, like, where they're, like, when they go back to their roots or whatever. But um, it this is, like, not even about music. You know, like, when a guy grows a really gross beard and then 
he shaves it off and you're like, oh, he's so handsome. It's like, no, he's not. (laughs) He just looks way better. It's like you took a zero and brought it up to a five and now everyone's like, whoa, what an improvement. He's so handsome. It's like, no, he's still a five. That is an amazing analogy. It's not even like... You're so right. It's like, and I'm not even against beards. I'm a big fan of a beard, but like when it's a big gross beard, it's a big gross beard. Yeah, or like maybe if it's not even a gross beard, but like a ugly little half mustache that they've been trying to grow Ooh. and then you just like oh Ooh, yeah bad. like now i remember like once they're clean and they shaven, shave yeah and you're like whoa look at you you're almost a person now did gwen stefani it. have a like a return to her roots after this though i'm not really sure she did i remember she went back she went back to no doubt oh yeah because no doubt did get back together you're right they got she got back together with no doubt and i think everyone was kind of excited Yes. When she got back with No Doubt. Because they were like, finally, all those Asian girls can go home. Yeah. Because I remember, like, the last big thing I remember about Gwen Stefani was Love Baby, Love Angel, whatever, the Harajuku thing. Love Angel Music Baby, because it was Lamb. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But yeah. I I remembered it had to spell something. I never made that connection before now. But yeah, like, it. she kind of faded into obscurity, and now... I mean, yeah, she was on The Voice, but I don't think she makes music anymore, right? Like, does she even perform? She has a, um, I think she has, like, a Vegas residency. Oh, okay. Which is such a weird person for to have a, a Vegas residency, because <laughs> at least, like, everyone else who does, they're, like, consummate showmen. Consummate. <laughs> does Gwen Stefani dance? Because if I'm going to go see someone on Vegas for $300, they better dance so hard that, like, I don't know, Britney Spears' titty pops out. <laughs> Oh, can you imagine? I feel like Gwen Stefani's problem was she never had unique enough of a persona or an aesthetic to really stand out among other pop stars. Yeah. But when she was with No Doubt, at least it was like an interesting sound. She was an interesting sound and she was like, you know, it's it's like kind of rare for like a female front Exactly. You know, like a female like frontman, however you would say that. Like the fact that like she was the lead singer of a ska band. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Is, is no doubt ska. I re- I looked it up because oh, I wanted to know how to like describe their music, and it was described as ska online. So take it up with Wikipedia. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that hurts. That I can feel that in my in my heart, and I'm like, no, I'm not supposed to listen to ska music. It's bad. <laughs> and if you guys out there love ska so much, don't email. I don't care. <laughs> But yeah, Hollaback Girl, uh, for some reason, incredibly popular. The first song to ever get one million digital downloads. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah, I I don't think anybody willingly listens to this song now. I I mean, like like you said, it can get stuck in your head. But I don't think anyone's like, wakes up, sips their coffee. It's like, you know what I want to hear right now? Hollaback Girl. Hollaback Girl. That sounds great. I'm glad we're on the same page. I really need to remember how to spell banana. That's just, it's like, I don't even, besides listening to it just now to do this podcast episode, I can't remember the last time I listened to this song, but I think about it all the time. (laughs) And at least we'll always remember how to spell that weird yellow oblong fruit. That I can't eat because I'll die. I won't die. I'll just get itchy. It'll be fine. (laughs) You're allergic to bananas? Yeah. So you can't have, like, banana pudding? Nope, or banana bread, or banana popsicles, or just bananas. This is the saddest thing I've ever heard. It actually isn't, because bananas are gross. Oh my god. Okay, I'm out of here. Goodbye. Um, Podcast over, You know, I was gonna say, 
I was thankful, you know, I was going to say like, you know, last week was Thanksgiving and we all talked about what we're thankful for and I'm thankful for my co-host Kate and I'm taking it back because you said bananas are gross. I'm going to say, my culture. you know what, I'm thankful for the fact that Janine lives so far away and she cannot murder me with bananas. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know if I'm, if I'm, if my body is capable of being murdered by bananas because it just makes my like tongue swell up a little bit and I get blotchy. Okay. Like I know you meant like poisoning you with the bananas via your allergy, but I was literally thinking like the Monty Python level sketch where I aim the banana at you and you just die of a gunshot wound. So that's where Oh, that's good too. Is. That's good too. I was thinking when you started on that tangent, I thought, oh, she's just going to beat me to death with them. <laughs> also, probably not the easiest fruit to kill somebody with. I, I think as far as I would like rate which fruit I would use as a weapon, I don't think banana is up there. I, I would think like watermelon. Coconut. Pineapple. Coconut. Yeah, coconut's good. But coconut, coconut you have to get like the, the high ground. Well, I mean, no, it's hard. I feel like it, it's very hard to open a coconut, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That's true. I was, I feel like I was misled by cartoons when I was a kid where like a, a cartoon character would just like stick a, like a straw into a coconut. Oh, yes. Anyway, we're off track here. Well, you know what? <laughs> this, this just means that one day we're going to talk about fruit salad by the Wiggles. No, we don't. That's just, a, we're going to have to do a fruit salad themed episode Thank because we have God. to continue talking about fruit. <laughs> no, we don't. Anyway, uh, try not to get murdered by bananas. Or coconuts. Or Gwen Stefani. Or coconuts. You can find us on Twitter at Hate Podcast, on Facebook at Guess What You're Gonna Hate, and online at hatepodcast.com. If you have any suggestions, tweet them at us or whatever. Or if you're my mom, text them to me because she has been doing that. <laughs> that's so cute though she's like you have to do an episode on blah 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 and i'm like what <laughs> you have to and do if one. you're I'm like, if you're not kate and you enjoy good food go eat some banana pudding here's the thing they're gross and that's it oh my god goodbye <laughs> b-a-n-a-n-a-s yeah.